0: Hello loves and welcome back to She Podcast. I thank you for joining me on my third week. Last week I talked about my experience with the psychosis and this week I honestly did not have a plan but I remember feeling so relieved that I got those episodes out the way. That was like so hard to talk about and actually revisit. So after those episodes I was like I'm just so glad I can finally move past that. This week, I'll talk about my journey back to God after dealing with all of that. Oddly enough, after going on my healing journey from psychosis, I did not go back to church. I don't know if a part of that was because of psychosis and me dealing with a lot of things that went along with me not trusting certain situations or trusting people in authority. But nevertheless, I decided not to attend church anymore. My church actually became an online church. Um, A lot of Sarah Jakes Roberts and her husband and her father, and that's where I got a lot of spiritual feedings. I started to make it a point to read my Bible when I woke up, and before I went to sleep, I strengthened my prayer life, my fasting life which was never a thing before and I made it a point to talk to God the same way that I spoke with my friends. Before I thought I had to have all the fancy words that I would hear people use when they're praying and I knew I didn't have that but I became real genuine with my approach with God. like speaking on a personal level the things that i didn't understand the things i just wanted to talk about at this time in the beginning i didn't even feel like he could hear me um not even that i didn't feel he could hear me but more so i wasn't understanding if he was giving me any type of response spiritually i didn't feel anything changing i remember after my first fast And I wrote down my intent with the fast. And afterwards, I sat there like, I don't think I did it right. Like, I don't feel different. I don't feel like I'm any closer to God. Like, that was kind of pointless. And even with feeling that I didn't get discouraged, like, I still made it a point to do those things like I did not give up I don't care how much I talk and I feel like you don't hear me or I'm not hearing from you I made it a point even when I got into a point where I'm like okay well I went this long without praying and it started feeling really weird to me when I didn't pray or the mornings that I got up and I just started my day when I know that I was doing it with prayer first I felt that every time like I never experienced that before. So I kind of knew that I was on the right track, like, because God always called me back to the things that I told him, like, I'm going to make a conscious effort to seek you. And I made sure I did that. It had become a point where I don't know what prompted it, but I was almost begging God to show me who I am. Like, there was just a knowing In my spirit, like there is so much more to me, like everything that I experienced, A, I know that you're real. There's no denying that you're real. And I just need to know what you need from me, because obviously there is a purpose in the things that I'm dealing with and the things that I have dealt with. So I did not want to show up anymore, any longer, anything less than what God wanted me to show up as. I spent so many years with, whether it was low self-esteem, insecurity, and I was desperately wanting to see myself how God sees me. He used people all throughout my life to tell me things. And even with me knowing that is a word that came directly from God, I still struggled with believing the things that was said about me. So it was like, God, if you believe these things about me, I need to see it because at this point I don't. So I need you to show me what you see. I was desperate also to find a purpose in what I went through. Like I knew from the time it first began almost that I have to use this for something like as much as it hurt, I cannot just let this, like the devil can't get away with that. That was mainly what I was thinking. Like there has to be a purpose in all of this. And I was falling on my face almost daily. Like, God, I need you to show me what this is. Like, what do you need from me? Who am I? And I can't even explain how that felt or what prompted that, but That was literally just a yearning from the bottom of my soul. I said in the last episode, I felt like the closer I got to God, well, I realized afterwards that the closer I got to God or my connection strengthened with God, the more I felt like I was under attack. So a lot of times during that period too, um, I was reading the Bible and as I said before, the words were distorted in a way to make me fearful i don't know but if i'm honest like before all of this and i was going to church when i was younger like a lot of things about the bible scared me like that didn't seem like to me a god of love it just don't like somebody that was angry or I would always hear, like, fear God, and I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) well, you got that. I'm definitely fearful. So a lot of times I was reading it, and it prompted a lot of fear, and I didn't understand that at first. It was also very confusing, like, almost like, God, I feel like you're pushing me away, or why... Would you allow me to read these things and become fearful, or to read these things and become confused? So I taught myself a prayer before I read and after I read. Well, not really a prayer, but I'm like, God, I'm asking you for, or I thank you for, understand, understanding, wisdom and discernment as I'm reading. So I would say that before I read the Bible, and then I would read, and then I would thank Him for it afterwards. And I don't even know when it happened, but after a while. That kind of faded away, like the fear after reading and whatever that confusion was went away. During the same time, um, I was still very much in solitude. I wasn't really reaching out to people, whether it was family, friends, I was literally just a loner. I was dealing a lot with um, things with my family where I felt like I needed space. So during that time I was healing from a lot of past traumas, whether it was in family or even things that had to do with insecurity and God just showing me things that I had buried that was actively playing a part in the dysfunction that I was experiencing. A lot of it was offense, like God revealed to me during that time that I was holding on to a lot of offense and the fact that I was holding on to so much it made small things seem like so much bigger things because it's like I had a spirit of offense like I was easily moved and I was praying to God like God created me a clean heart and give me a steadfast spirit and I couldn't have a steadfast spirit because I was so offended by so much and Not even things that was presently happened. Things from, I can say, 14 years ago or 10 years ago, I was holding on to it as if it happened presently. Like It was affecting me now, and God started revealing a lot of that to me. Along with offense, God was revealing that I was holding on to a lot of unforgiveness. So I was praying for peace, and like, God, I just want peace at this point. Um, and he had to show me like what's stopping your peace like it's not that I'm not giving it to you it's just that you've occupied that space with things that I don't want you to have and at that time it was unforgiveness and offense he would drop certain things in my spirit or I would have certain dreams and the first few dreams i had um i just you know i was just like okay that was a that was a pretty cool dream and then like after like the third one these aren't just regular dreams so it was like i was prompted to write it down so that's when i started writing my dreams down um i remember god revealed to me that as far as me wanting peace um that i wasn't waiting on him like he was waiting on me like i have it to give to you and i'm trying to give it to you but the things that you are holding on to is keeping you from being able to take hold of what i'm trying to give you like i'm trying to plant peace there and you've planted unforgiveness there and they can't coexist together I remember shortly after that revelation I had a dream and in my dream I seen like a crop and it was like a crop that hadn't nothing had really grown you can see that it was freshly planted so it was like mounds in this field and in the distance it was like I can kind of see like clouds that in my mind represented like heaven and I was watching this crop in my dream and it was like a dark force had came to take from this crop I couldn't see like what it was it was just like a dark force it was hovering over the crop trying to take it and then the light from the clouds which was so bright so heavenly came and tackled this dark force, like so swiftly, just as soon as it was trying to take from this crop, this light came and protected the crop. I'm like, okay. So I wrote the dream down, and God revealed to me that what I planted in you comes with protection. Like, I've been asking for peace for years, and my peace has always been shaken. And that's because, again, I had planted unforgiveness and offense there. And now it's like God had dealt with me in a way where he planted his peace in me. And that peace can't be shaken because what he plants comes with security. I was set free on so many levels by these revelations, like even relationships that I felt like I would forgive not even fully forgive I can't say I would forgive but I would kind of brush it under the rug until I was offended again and then it's blown up again and I can only describe God in that moment as like a master surgeon a master heart surgeon because after coming out of that season I remember like feeling like the relationships that were around me that I felt was so strained and so toxic, um, I felt like I was starting from scratch. Like every other time I went back to opening up myself to these relationships, like I said, it was just like, okay, until I'm upset again, until we fall out again, or then when we do fall out, I'm bringing up things from years ago, And at this time, when I went back into these relationships and I opened myself back up to some of these people, I felt so free. Like God took the sting out of it. It wasn't like it was nothing there. There was no history of hurt there. I didn't feel that anymore. Um, After God revealed to me the things that I was holding on to, I literally had to. And this was all with ugly crying, might I add um give him those things like god i give you my offense i give you my bitterness i give you my anger because we'll ask god to take things and we're holding on to it and i no longer wanted to hold on to those things um so i gave them to god like i'm giving that to you and that broke me down because like i said it revealed a lot of trauma that I was holding on to. And God is not somebody to put a band-aid over things. He is someone to expose these things that are hurting us. And heal them and take them from us. And I had never experienced God in that way. Like God seen me special enough to come and heal me. And not in the way that I thought. It was gonna be I've been praying for years like especially dealing with heartbreak or like God I'd ha- always dealt with like anxiety or bipolar disorder to a point where I remember pleading a God, like God I'm not asking you for things like why aren't you helping me I just want peace like I want my mind to be at peace and the whole time I never recognized God answering me and Even going back to my divorce, like, I didn't even give him a chance. I didn't even give you a chance to heal me. I didn't give you a chance to make me understand what was happening or to process my emotions. I just assumed you weren't going to help me. And the moment I opened myself up to allow you to guide me through this process, You showed me things I've been wanting to see for years. I didn't need no crystals. I didn't need no sage. I didn't need any cards. I just needed God. I just needed Jesus. I just needed the Holy Spirit. And that's what I could have used from the beginning. I went on a whole journey around the exact thing that i needed and that was god as i said i um went on this journey without going back to church and i did find that beneficial just because i feel like church to me at that time was a crutch so i would be spiritually fed in church but it kind of stayed there um i wasn't picking up my bible Um, I wasn't moving outside of Sunday to find God or to make or build my relationship with God. But with this journey, God was all I had. I literally cut everybody off besides the people that live in my home, my boyfriend and my children. I didn't really have communication with other people. All I had was God. And even with the people in my house, I would have Bible study with my children, but um, nobody could really understand where I was spiritually. Like it was literally just me and God. Like I was in the home with other people, but at the end of the day, it was just me and God on this journey together. Um, that's where I learned to recognize God's voice for myself. That's where I learned to recognize his answers and his heart. And how he moves. I am 33 years old. And it took me this long to build my own relationship with God. And to understand how he shows up for me. The ways that I thought he was supposed to show up previously is not how God shows up. So a lot of that was ignorance on my behalf. And only knowing God from a spiritual no. A religious standpoint versus being in a relationship with God being in relation with God has opened my heart and my eyes to so many other things like God I should have tried this from the beginning I went a few months without feeling anything or hearing anything but I was so determined when I tell you I even had moments where I was like I'm ushering myself into your presence because I am desperate to hear from you like driving home from work talking out loud like God I need to hear from you I'm literally going to get on your nerves at this point I'm not going nowhere until I need to hear from you that was my main thing like i Felt like I've tried so much and I went so far. Like I need to hear from you. I knew that people said sometimes when you get close to God, you start losing people. Um, I was even open about that. Like God, whoever has to go, <laughs> whoever I've built a relationship with that is keeping me from you or whatever's in the way of me hearing understanding you properly like i don't care what it is what do i have to remove what do i have to let go to hear from you like i need to know who i am i need to know my purpose because nothing else feels right anymore like nothing else feels right the things that i found enjoyable or the things that i thought was for me no longer was for me and i Lost my identity So I knew It wasn't here Like I had to find it in God Since then It's been a constant unveiling As I've said um, Nothing comes Instantly But God reveals Removes Whether it's removing layers Revealing things It is Constantly evolving like I'm constantly learning I'm constantly seeing there's constant revelation and that's kind of where I'm at now because I've explained that she is like constantly going to evolve it's constantly going to change according to where I am now but it's almost like in real time I'm taking you on a journey of discovering who I am and what my purpose is because it hasn't been made clear to me but my experiences, A, I want to help others, but B You guys are learning it with the learning it with the I can't take no loss, I don't even know what it costs. I hit the ground and it go off, yeah. Hit the ground and it go off, yeah. I can't take no loss, yeah. I don't even know what it costs. Yeah, I hit the ground and it go off, yeah. Hit the ground and it go off, yeah, yeah. Run it, run it, yeah. I really feel it's my time, think it's my air, yeah. I really feel it's my time, think it's my year, yeah. Yeah, I really feel it's my time, think it's my hair, yeah. Yeah, I really feel it's my time, think it's my hand ready.